0: Are you that friend who's always afraid of social situation? Are you that friend who's living paycheck to paycheck? Are you that friend who thinks twice before purchasing a bubble tea?
1: Oh my God, that sounds like all three of
0: us.
2: Not anymore, you are listening to Broke No More, where we talk in and out about business and startups. Hello,
1: welcome back to Radio Pulse, The Sound of NUS. You are listening into to Broke, Broke, no Broke No More. and I'm Javier.
0: I'm Lakshmi.
2: And this is Oruto Dementia, Rosha.
1: And today we'll be sharing more about like uh, wrapping up the whole situation, I mean the whole podcast because it's actually our last episode. So yes, other than wrapping up, what else are we going to do? Lakshmi.
0: We're just going to have some fun, read some posts, get everyone's knowledge on what they think about a startup is.
1: And lastly, we're just going to like encourage each other to go to join a startup or at least have started a startup.
0: Yep, because we don't want to be three people who spoke about a startup and never started anything. Yes. So I guess we would be motivating ourselves and you also to start something.
2: Hope you get some motivation through this. <laughs> and yes, and the
1: first step when you want to do a startup is get out of the bin
0: it is it really is just start get out of the bed just start
1: getting out of the bed is the hardest
0: it is the hardest it it is the hardest but then you know thinking where you want to go and um, yeah I think that just any step to to start is a good thing plus um, what do you all think now that we are wrapping up what was your favourite episode or your favourite conversations we've had so far something that you've learned? any one of you? hmm
2: that's I guess cool the question. favorite is um, the interview with, uh, I mean, the both interviews, yeah. Both interviews are kind of favorite because I had an experience with uh, talking with people.
0: So, what did you like about it, Rasha? Like, what um, was it that you the liked? The way now? they
2: analyze their market, the way they analyze the, how to approach the customers, I love that part for okay. both of them.
0: Good. Can you give a summary for like the audience?
2: Okay, for the people of uh, Barba Black Sheep, yeah. I guess they said, uh, how is the sales going up on the venue And what sort of food the people are really interested in and they mm. try the best or the things that they can include it. Yeah. That is something. And second, in terms of Lalia, the target audience, uh, the reason they approached Japan, how they mm. brought it up and how they are doing it, how they are planning to extend it to some other countries all these things are kind of curious and something like, it said, okay, you wake up your mind and see what people are looking at. So if you're starting a startup, keep on just like this. Uh, that yeah. was some thought process I had in my mind.
0: Interesting. Very nice. What about you, Javier?
2: I think the, my favorite episode will definitely
1: be the Baba black sheep one mm. because it's, ne- uh, it's a new insight into the f- F&B industry. So mm. maybe next time, I mean, you, you heard a lot about, like, yeah, influencers yeah. starting, like, their cafe business, true, true, especially. True. And then maybe in the future, I'll have my own cafe business, Whoa. too. Ooh. So yeah. I think it's a very interesting insight for me because they shared a lot about the challenges. And not just on set, but, like, uh, the discussions that we had after the recording. Yeah. I think it was rather fruitful because, I mean, they shared a lot of tips and
2: insights into the industry. Mm,
0: that's true.
2: Yeah, we had some hearty discussions uh, during the breaks. And yeah, oh, that's
0: th- true. That's true. Yeah, that was fun. Then
2: how about you, Lakshmi? Yeah, you're done.
0: Uh, since y'all mentioned the favorite episodes of mine, also, I'm gonna. I think the one that I really liked was when a um, few weeks ago, when we were discussing about the startups that we really like, and then you talked about Gumtree. Yes. Gum, gum Show.
1: I I, gum I forgot gum. what I talk about.
0: Oh my, oh, my
2: god! It's been a while.
0: Um, but that was pretty interesting to know everyone's opinion of new startups and stuff. So I think
2: he talked about the You mean that template selling one, right?
0: Yeah, the one where con- content creators. can But I
2: don't sales. think it's Gumtree.
0: I think it's Gumroad.
1: I think. Okay, so. something. Okay, but something like, the main like that. Main context is yeah. uh, you selling
2: the yeah. ideas you had. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. If
1: was you want to good. know what it is, right, go back and listen to that. Yeah, page,
0: it's your your um sign to listen to it and then let us know. <laughs> Yeah, but that
2: Yeah, because we'll be we still seeing the comments here and yeah. there. Yeah.
0: So I think that was my favorite episode and it's fun to hear like what we've learned so far or, like speaking to different um you know guests that that have come in the show that was yeah. pretty interesting also but apart from that just in terms of actually starting something if you're if either one of you are going to start something what's one thing you've learned from all our conversations from all our podcasts from all our guests apart from the fact that we have to start which we've established you have to start but is there anything else that you've picked up from the show that you've learned from each other
1: i think the main thing about what i learned from lalia is that uh you need to be focused on just one market instead of trying to capture different markets. That's
0: actually really interesting. I think
1: that's something that uh, I tend not to do a lot. Mm-mm-mm. And I tend to try to like focus and diversify yep. a fair bit. I mean, anyone who knows me uh, doing content will, really, will see me doing on Twitch, YouTube. I mean, different broadly different content. Yep. Like, Twitch will be gaming, YouTube will be financial content, or my Chinese vlog channel, which is like three different niche. But I mean, what's something I learned from Lalia is... Uh, something that's quite correct, I mean, quite counterintuitive is that you probably sh- should just focus on one market and yeah. build up that niche yeah. and try to specialize in that niche instead of like broadening and stuff like that.
0: No, that's true. Mm. And
1: I, um, because of that, I think I also will pick up and I try to readjust my strategy if I'm ever going, stepping into content in the future too.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So how about the two of you?
0: Um, To be honest, I learned... How to deal with um, with your uh, podcast members through the show. <laughs> uh, I understand that. I feel like... We understand that. Um, when you start something, uh, though we've mentioned it a lot, it's very important to work with um, people you adore and also try to have like a good schedule or like have the same set of values and goals, which I practically applied with my co-host... Um, Xavier and Rosha. So I think that would have been the most fun part. Because now, um, I mean, in the podcast, you hear the the good parts. But um, we when you're doing anything, you just have your own set of arguments, your own set of issues. But I think as a group, um, from where we started now, I would, I would pretty much say if I meet these two people outside of the room, I would still go say hi to them and ask them how their day is, which is pretty fun, which means they're Pretty good mates, and I hope it's the same for them. Let's not ask that question because I don't want to know the answer. But I think the the value of working with um, each other and how important it is to get something done was what I learned through the show. And
1: is this I, a resume? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you like asking you know like the, those interviews where they ask you like what is one challenge that you face during? I, oh or? my
0: god, yeah, it's a very really big
2: challenge that you that sounds like
1: an answer. You know that that really then.
0: is a good answer though. But yeah, so I think that I think teamwork, teamwork, and playing with different people
1: so I mean so you heard what Lakshmi say if you are are considering to encounter some challenges and working with people you might want to consider joining uh, NUS Radio Pals
0: really it teaches you way more than just broadcasting it teaches you life skills
1: teaches you how to work with people of very different values yeah you could
0: say so Regardless, we are a harmonious group that loves each other. Just keeping it out there for people who think we hate each other. No, that's not the case. We adore each other. Just we don't mention it regularly. Yeah.
2: I just don't know. I should I get offended or should I get appreciated? <laughs> <laughs> Rather than, yeah, I'm just some parts of me are roosters, some parts of me are butterflies. It's like I don't know what. No, she, I'm saying. No, it's to your interpretation. Yeah, but to be honest it's like It's both. Like because you know as a team that's how it works. Yeah. And uh, one thing I learned is about networking, this importance of networking and even in the episode we had where we talked about women in startup, yeah. we had one startup that be helped that help peers to develop networks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I guess if right remember it's V O L V. If I'm right to remember. Uh, okay no VOLV is the content thing there was some I guess mm-hmm. one of these I'm not sure which one it is but uh, that was something I really learned even from Lalia mm-hmm. because they worked with the NUS script later then had a huge uh, outreach yeah. for funding and their market or even the Baba Blacksheet people yep. or any other startup we discussed mm-hmm. let it be under the hobby ventures or Pitchin. Yeah, we had a lot of a lot of thought process was going on uh, networking mm-hmm so I guess that's something I really learned and yeah.
0: Nice. I guess that being said,
2: um, okay. So, uh, this is something I want you guys know uh, answer. Okay. Uh, let it be a kind of, it won't be a rapid fire because I take time to think <laughs> of the question. Yeah. So I give you the time to think of an answer. Sure. Um, Okay, uh, if someone says about Radio Pulse, asks about, mentions about Radio Pulse, what's the three-line answer that you're going to give to them? Three-line answer? Three I don't know single words? word. I'm too bored of single word answers. No, just
0: do three words. I think okay. that's simple and nice. Okay, uh,
2: I just so so so, so, so,
1: so three lines.
2: <laughs> okay, I just give a short. I just gave yeah. you some extra lines. So, okay, you want three words? Oh, fine. So, uh, what are the three words that you would say about Radio Pulse and its experience?
0: I think fun, exciting, and um, work. It is
1: it is work. Okay. Why work?
0: Because it is, it is like, you know, actually, because there are days when you end your class and you're like, oh, I can sit on this assignment, but then you have radio pulse. It's not like a duty, but you're like, okay, let me go have some fun in broadcasting, finish it, and, and get your work done. So it is work. Like, I know friends who think it's not work, it's just fun, but not anything. It, it is. Anything. I, I
1: think it depends on, like, the content that you're doing and whether uh, uh, I, I think when it, it uh, for my first uh, series actually, I think it wasn't really much of a work
0: i I think I agree with that. not that we all don't like um starting business content or startup content it it's really nice, but I think since three of us have not started anything yet it's only words, and it's it's nice to interview people but we don't have that depth of knowledge that doesn't interest us a lot but like for my first um radio pulse show we it was a food channel so we actually bought stuff ate tried talked about food and it was just fun wow. so i think radio pulse is fun but um it depends but that being said um what i've learned in this uh through this podcast is not something i learned in the other podcast so you know you you get something you gain something you lose something so it, yeah, you're right. It's not necessary. Yeah, anymore.
1: because sometimes I think it's up to, uh, ultimately up to what show you're in. And I, my first show was similar to Lakshmi's, where it's more of entertainment, where we were doing, like, for example, the, what is your love language, <laughs> right, yeah. At the, in the studio. And also we were, like, testing instant food. Yeah. And there was a variety of things that we actually did during, and I think it prompted quite a lot of excitement. So I think the first word I would say is definitely excitement. The second word would be challenging. Mm, I think especially when you were talking about this business podcast and the content creation podcast that I had uh, previously, Mm. these two uh, podcasts is rather challenging as we have to bring in guests and working with guests is never the most easy. I think uh, people who have tried inviting guests for their podcasts or their shows have experienced that. Yes, it's like applying for a job. You'll yeah. get a lot of people who ghost you. There'll be people who are unreasonable. And I think it's just in general, you have to put in a lot of effort to make things work. So I would say it's challenging, but uh, I think it like toughens you and it gives you a taste of like, like work, work, like what Lakshmi say. Hmm. And the last word I would definitely say is, um, how I say, uh, uh, it's more like uh, emotional,
2: Oh, wow. Because
1: it depends on, like...
2: Uh, <laughs> I never expected this. Okay, yeah, go no, ahead. No,
1: emo- I I will say that the journey is emotional because, like, actually, you've been through ups and downs with, like, every single... uh, Like, through every single show. It's not just, like, the highs, but yeah. also during every single show, you have your lows. It, uh, so, like, it's a constant roller coaster of uh, emotions. And... Sometimes Mm. it's a luck thing where, like, whether you will gel well with your co-host or not. That's true. And sometimes if it doesn't work out, then you have to think of how things work, uh, like, how to make things work. And I think it becomes a very emotional process sometimes. I mean, if you care a lot about the CCA and you care a lot about the work you put out, I think it becomes emotional when you're trying to make things work when things are not working out. So I think that's why I would say that emotional sometimes, but overall the journey is very exciting. Okay, yeah. so if you are interested in joining Radio Pulse, please join.
0: Yeah. Or if you're gonna start your own podcast, start it.
2: And yeah. let us know. We listen to you. Yeah.
0: yeah. What yeah. are the three words, Rocha, that, that you would use to describe?
2: Um. First is experience. Um. I would say this is a unique of an experience. Back there when I done a podcast, it was mm-hmm. on chemical engineering, uh, where I should work at least two weeks on content because I don't talk about concepts. I develop a story and yeah. try to correlate with the chemical engineering. So it's a completely different domain. So here it's like you prepare sometimes and you come here, go on the floor with whatever v three speak and develop the content on process. So I guess it was kind of a different experience. Yeah, I think
0: I remember the first time we worked. our working structures were so different because like Roshan came with a whole Google Docs yeah. and he was like, you know, this is this. And I'm like, yeah, this is this, but we'll go with the flow. If we have another interesting topic that's discussed during the talk show, we'll discuss that. And I remember his face. He was like, what? And exactly. Like, it's like, no, we'll go with the flow. You know, that's when it'll be fun. And then I think right now it's pretty chill. He like, gets it yeah
2: there's no script I even deleted the google <laughs> file right now uh, yeah,
1: I I think this is something where like it's fun about content in general yeah. is that uh, there isn't really a um, fixed structure to it yeah sometimes there's rundown and yeah. most of the time there's rundown but the rundown you are still not constrained to just the rundown no there's great. always ways you can innovate from the rundown and yeah content. yeah we is just a make rundown. a
2: rough outline of what we speak and go with the flow that's what we do it now and it worked you know, it, having nine episodes, I guess, is good. And second word is... Uh, this was like kind of, uh, you know, uh, dedication, I would say. Because uh, I, I literally worked on my entire schedule to ensure that nothing affects the podcast duration mm. as much as possible. Yeah, one or two times, the things didn't work as planned. But mm. most of the episodes, it worked out really well for me. Like, I ensure there's no one interfering in my podcast business. Because... Lydia and Ness when they gave the chance to me they believe that I can do something mm. so I hope I have done something and the third word is justification i guess i gave some justification for the spot they gave me in in this season oh. so yeah these are three words which kind of, kind of have a similar meaning but still yeah
0: mm. nice okay
2: now uh, lakshmi yeah. oh, if you do you have any question in mind that you want to ask the to well, ask
0: ask us all yeah
2: I asked one question, Now it's like, let's put a round table.
0: Ken, uh, I think I've been asking a lot of questions, so I'm going to take that mic and pass it to Javier, who, if he has any questions for either of us.
1: I think one interesting question is that, uh, over the course of, like, your journey here, like, in Radio Pals, I know for Roshan, it's very short, but, uh, and for Lakshmi, I know this is your last season already. Yep. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's also my last season, so, What is like your biggest takeaway from the show?
0: I think the biggest takeaway from the show is um, how you evolve for uh, um, how how you have to evolve with time. Because I remember in year one, when we started, we didn't have a Spotify account. We had a website, if any of you remembered. It was called the Radio Pulse website. And people had to go to the website, tune in to listen, which to be honest, no one did. Unless it was some proud parent who was like, oh, my daughter has a talk show. No one else did. And then the pandemic hit. We couldn't come to the studio and, you know, use the website. So I've seen the evolution of how you adapt with changes. And that's actually been really nice to see different directors, how they bring it, how they, you know, um, try to change and not... Because during the pandemic, if there was someone, they could have easily said, let's just cancel the show. Um, You know, it's not working. There's people sick. But... Our, our um, very nicely, our team in charge just said, you know, let's, how about we explore Spotify? We'll be able to post there and stuff like that. So I think that was very interesting. But another takeaway would be to genuinely have fun. Like when I first started, I was really nervous. But then when um, I met my teammates and you start having fun or you really enjoy the process, then I think Radio Pass is, is just pretty much dope.
1: How about Roshan?
2: Oh. Um, I guess I was able to understand the how undergraduate thing works here. Because basically I'm a post grad and I had two different undergrads. One is younger than me and other is elder to me. So I was able to understand how the yeah, he's elder than me. Oh. So I like you you need to how understand the people's like in real world when you step in a job you understand you're not going to work with peers of your same age you're going to work with people older than you and sometimes younger than you and i guess this is on spot where i understand how to understand them i mean and work accordingly Okay. You sound like there's a generation gap, but yeah, I there's you, no generation there gap. There is
0: no generation gap. He's just making it like that for anyone who's listening. We all are the same age. Um, I, I mean, I'm One of younger. the episodes,
2: he said I'm an elder one. Inc- exclude me from the list when you are saying something. No, but the, the main thing is that actually the the, the biggest difference is
1: that right? Uh, I am uh, mainly a consumer of Chinese content, which is has a very, very different style from English content. So mm-hmm. as a result, uh, definitely it takes time for me to uh, adapt and also... Uh, get used to the English scene, I guess. When it comes to creating content on Radio Park,
2: especially me, uh,
1: your one is actually not even <laughs> close to uh, okay. Uh, close I'm getting what myself. We have been doing. I think your style is even further away than well, my my I original think style.
0: Every, each one of us have a different style here, to be honest. Um, as Jay mentioned, it's more of, his is more of like Chinese style. Rocha's style I've yet to discover. It's it's a mix of. A lot of things which is fun and I don't know what my style is. Either, I, I think so.
1: it's mainly because for me my my first podcast episode is with like two very Chinese people. So so uh, as a result everyone is a consumer of Chinese content, so I uh, I, I got brought up in a way
2: that is also very Chinese. Yeah.
0: Understandable. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, now the mic goes to you. What's the question you like to ask us?
0: Um the question I would actually like to ask both of you is um
2: don't build suspense, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there's no suspense. It's uh, genuinely like, how are you doing with this term? Are you mentally okay?
1: I'm perfectly fine. I just... No, I'm, I'm not even caring about like, grades anymore this semester. Good.
0: Good. What when you're you?
1: graduating, it doesn't matter. I swear. Ah!
0: I swear. Like, that's literally the life, guys. And I'm not kidding. Like, I was speaking to my hiring manager and I was asking how grades are important to them and they just said... After a particular age, no one sees the grades and we just see how well you are in interview and how well you proceed. So, if you're someone struggling, the same, or like you have a lot of work, just don't let grades affect you. Just do your best and then, yeah, everyone's best is different. What about you, Rosh?
2: I am kind of, uh, had a mental swing Do oh, wow. both extremes. Okay. Considering my post-grad tenure, my project, my teamwork, it's kind of a lot of ups and a lot of extreme downs. So, I guess I sustained in the end.
0: Nice. Nice. S- he sustained. That's <laughs> the... Uh, I that's
2: mean, it's only thing. your first uh, experience
1: of like Singapore education system. Like, how do you find it different?
0: Mm, yeah, that's uh, actually like, interesting. Singapore
1: versus
2: your previous... To be honest, um, thanks to my uh, professor in undergrad, uh, who was my project guide, okay? He ensured that there was no spoon feeding to me. And if I have any doubt, for example, I was doing a project year four. If I have a sub- doubt in my year two subject, I should go get the book, refer it and clear the doubt. Like, only thing he would say is if you're asking a doubt later to year four, I can help you. But if you're asking a doubt later to year two, you go back and refer it. Because I taught you the basics. You had your basics done. Why yeah, do you want yeah. to ask it again?
1: Then, so the, One I,
2: question I wanted to focus more on is like a lot of people say Singapore. Education no, that's is what I'm coming right. to um so with that thing when i came here scenario was the same so i was i was managing it very great to be honest mm-hmm. from my end There was like, i didn't see any much of a difference Only thing is here i have an open book back there is no open book yeah but that's the only thing i would say but
1: the only reason why it was open book is ever since COVID. here i think pre covid yeah. that was it's very rare for
2: us to have open book exams oh
0: yeah i think i agree yeah yeah yeah, yeah probably
2: that's the only difference I experience. In terms of academic structure, it's kind of
1: the same. That's a very interesting thing because I always thought like, I mean like, I always thought like, Singapore education system is much more stressed and much it, more uh, intense.
0: I, I feel like it depends upon like, your, what you're doing. But I feel like Singapore education system is intense like, JC until like, until uni per se.
1: I mean, I, I don't consider uni to be intense lah.
0: That's right. Until, until that, uni. I mean, that's what I until feel. Until JC, I feel like, after JC, like,
1: no, but there are others who say that like Singapore Uni is actually still consider quite intense. Especially when they go exchange, they f- they find that actually the pace of life in the pace of like academics in like other places are slower than Singapore.
0: It's so, I would agree that it's way slower in Singapore, and it also depends on the person. Like I know friends who take things way too seriously, and they're like, I need blah, 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 blah. Then I can get blah, 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 blah. Then
2: I marry blah, 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 blah. I am. I I am the one of the guy who is keeping that first two points. I need blah, blah, blah. I want to get blah, blah, blah. Third point. I have no idea.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
2: So you can continue with what you're saying.
0: No, that's what I said. I feel like for me, it's more of like I would do my best and then whatever I get, I'm happy and I enjoy what I study. But for others, it's. Not necessarily that
1: case. I think because when you get to uni, like, you have to be at, like near the top to even come to university that's in true, the first place true. in Singapore. And because of that, you are unable to really accept that you are near the top anymore when you come to university. It's like the mindset change is hard to accept Mm-mm. being average. It's hard to accept being mediocre. Yeah, that's I, true. I mean, there are people who are saying that they're not, they are upset being like average or like, yeah. at a mean. But I mean, if you think about it, someone has to be at a mean. Someone has to be mm-hmm. below the mean.
0: Yeah, well, and I feel like after a particular, like, after a few years, your your grade, I wouldn't say it do- doesn't matter, just because I've seen my parents, what they've studied, and most of the time, you end up doing something way different than what you've studied, so if you're able to cultivate, like, man- mental skills as to how to learn something quickly, how to uh, speak with more people, that's going to be way more helpful than your academic knowledge, per se, because, to be honest, I did 11th and 12th in, like, India, I don't know. I scored well. I really scored well. Don't get me wrong. But I don't. I, you ask me any concept that I learned. No clue. No clue <laughs> at all. You ask me. Even right now. That whatever the triangle. You know you find the other angle. Bro. I've never used that ever since school. I don't know what the hypothesis. Or the side. Hypothesis. Yeah. Whatever that is. Just I just had to do it well. So I think. But right now in uni. I took the opposite mentality. Of just really learn. Like enjoying what I learned. That. I think some concepts that I really like would stay for life, so if you can really enjoy what you learn when you, when you really enjoy you wouldn't give a give a um beep about the grades um so yeah so
1: I think one thing I want to talk about is that like uh when you say like uh, grades doesn't matter, yes, I do agree to a certain extent and uh it, in uni it's all about like building that portfolio. Uh
0: that I totally but, yeah, agree. Yeah, that's like, why
1: I'm advertising Radio Pulse once again, because like <laughs> I mean building no, portfolio true. and it gives you a lot of exposure. Like for yeah. example, Radio Pulse it gives you like some hands on experience with like recording mm-hmm. and production and editing true. and of course, of course it depends on like what your what's your role in a, in the show. But it provides you a lot of experience that um uh other like maybe like school does not provide
0: no I totally agree because I work in recruitment and now when I see if I see someone with say 3.7 GPA but has some experience in working in, in some in, in internship I would rather choose him than someone with really high grades and no experience at all because they come with a very like set mindset and most of the people are not able to adapt to a working environment so if you can actually get more internships works volunteer work that will help a lot of you yeah that being said, yeah, sorry,
2: Rosh, I want to say something. Yeah, being a postcard, I can say I I can agree with you, guys, yeah. um, yeah, marks is something and it's an initial criteria to enter. But once you enter, they will test your skills. Yep. And what is the X factor you have in your C basically your C C S? Uh, because I got two job offers based on my CCAs and my performance in my interviews. So I would I would eventually agree with you guys, and I would say yeah, marks is something as an entry level criteria. Yeah. So talking about this uh, do you have any advice for the audience about their startups for their startups for their academics or whatever because we can't talk to them through radio files and forth. I guess I mean being the last episode
0: Interesting to that one follower who always listens I'm just asking you um, I don't know I think advice not necessarily because I don't think I have like expertise to give advice but more so of like um, I think we mentioned this in one episode in Radio Pause but I think it there's relevance to it now about how you manage your time and how creating a routine actually creating schedules will not just help you in like which is what Jay mentioned actually uh, will not just help you in like startup but just in life like I really, to be honest I really started doing that after the show and just having schedules or like organizing my time slot of the day and you're way more productive and you get A lot, a lot of things done. So I think if you're able to actually manage your time, I'm not saying don't have fun. I'm saying live a life where like you really work towards building what you want. Because if you spend your entire life just watching, I don't know, Netflix or doing things, I think after a particular time, you're going to look back and be like, you know, what did I do with all these years? And you don't want to be there. So I think from the podcast, if there's anything I would suggest that you could do is genuinely like create a routine for yourself. Um, you don't have to follow any YouTuber, any, this is my 5am morning routine. <laughs> no, this is my that girl morning routine. You can
1: wake up at 9am, yeah, there's no issue with it.
0: I swear, just wake up one whenever, make your own routine where you maximize your time or like, create a schedule that works for you. So I think, that's my one advice. Yeah, you
1: don't have to follow like, what, Bill Gates or what. or yeah, all, all their all their routines because, it, it might not work for you. You might not be a person that like, has the most productivity then. Yeah. So my just create a routine that works for you. And to value add, I think we should focus on always acquiring new skills.
0: Agreed. totally agree.
1: You I mean, even though you have a job, maybe you have a good job and you have a very, very stable life right now, but you should still continuously like uh, acquire new skills because you don't know what your future projects may hold. Okay. For example, like Lalia, um they were one is in computing and one is in business, but mm-hmm. they suddenly enter into the education niche. Imagine if, like, uh, uh, earlier on they, in their life, yeah. they had picked up, like, uh, skills in education and stuff like that. It would definitely help them in their journey. You don't know what kind of startup you'll, you'll be involved in in the future. So, it will be best to actually pick up skills in general within, like, different niche or area. It might even help you in your, like, new job applications when you move from sectors to sectors. Because nowadays, people don't stay in just one sector. Like... If you're in media, doesn't mean that you'll always be in media. You might move on to like technology firms where you yeah. do media for the technology company. And having these additional skills in, uh, and knowledge, you don't have to know, like for example, know how to code. But if you know in general like how things work, it will actually help in going mm. a long way.
2: Yeah, Baba Blacksheep is a good example for it because both the owners were from different backgrounds and they are doing something else th- completely different.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Oh, so it's now point us point towards me. I mean, now I should... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one thing I would say is there will be ups and downs. It can be your academic life or your personal relationship or anything else, Mm. okay? Just uh, stick with it and accept it. Whatever the... uh, The way you accept your up and the way you accept your down should be the same. Treat them the same and go on the flow. You will sustain just like me. That's the only thing I would say. Short and simple. Interesting. So, I guess with this we can put an end... Uh, for the show thank you for listening and thank you Ness and Lydia for the chance so with this this is Aurudotu and this is Javier this is Lakshmi we are signing off from Broke No More and Radio Pulse The, the Sound of, of NUS. NUS stay healthy stay safe tata bye bye